The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I want to tell you a story that a Yid once told me, that he's sitting and learning with his Chavrusa. I'm making up names, okay? The names are made up, but just to give you the idea of the story. And he knows his Chavrusa is looking for a Shidduch for his daughter, and somebody calls up, comes home, somebody calls him at like 12.30 at night, he doesn't pick up the phone, but the man calls back and calls back and calls back. You know, there's certain people that do that. I say, you know, uh, ask once, right? You know, you tell your kid, ask the neighbor, can I go play? Ask the mother once, okay? Right? Yeah. Can I play? Not right now. Can I come play by you? Not right now. Can I play by you? Not right now. Can I come play by you? Not right now. Can I come play by you? What is with your kid? I told you to ask once, okay? But she didn't say yes yet. It's, it's once until she says yes. In other words, that's the first time. When she says yes, that's once. The next time is what? Depends how you call once. This person calls and calls and calls and calls and calls and finally picks up the phone. Hello, this is Mr. Klein. Did I wake you? No, the telephone did. How can I help you? He says, uh, I know you're Chavrusas with so-and-so. He says, yes, I am Chavrusas with so-and-so. Yes. Um, can you give me information about the, about the Bacher? For your daughter. Well, of course I'm asking about my daughter. Who else would I be asking for? Don't get obnoxious, okay? Like, you know. He says, very, very good, Bach. Mamish, wonderful family. Tell me something. But tell me the truth. Yeah. Does this Bacher have slip-on shoes? Or does he have lace shoes? Can I ask you why in the world it makes a difference? Because if he has slip-on shoes, to me, that means the Bacher is shirking mitzvahs. Because he's supposed to put on your right shoe first, then your left shoe, and tie your left shoe first, then your right shoe, and eh, he's looking for the easy way out. Honestly, I don't know what kind of shoes the Bachar has. Ah, you're hiding things. Simon get get off the phone with this person. I want to ask something else. This family, they use, uh, during the week, they use paper dishes, or they use uh, plastic, or they use regular plates. I, I really don't know. I see you're not leveling with me. Boom. You're hiding something. Okay, I have to remember. So he, uh, a few minutes, a few days later, the Chavrisa says to him, you know, they're reading me two shidduchim for my daughter. Somebody Rosenberg and somebody Klein. I don't know, I don't know. Both Bachram seem to be very good Bachram. I don't know which way to go. So just, he says, listen, I hope this is not Lashon Hara. I think it's Lateyeles. Maybe the Bacher is a very good Bacher, but I would stay away from the clients. Why? It's the father is an interesting person, to say the least. You know, Shkaych, Shkaych for telling me. And two weeks later, there's a Vart, Mazel Tov, and he comes. Ah, he did a Shedach with Rosenberg. And the father of the girl comes over and he goes, Shalom Aleichem, I spoke to you on the phone. You did? Yeah, I didn't use my right name. I don't want you to know who I am. I said my name is Klein. You know what I mean? Like, said Simon Git. Okay? So I guess if a shidduch is bashert, it's bashert. And it has to happen. The Yasef Chaim Zonnefeld was once walking Pesach in the morning, morning after the Seder. And he met a father walking with a cute little boy. And he said to the boy, you asked the Manashtana yesterday? And the boy said, sure. And the Yasef Chaim said to this five-year-old boy, but you asked the same kashas yesterday. You don't remember your last year. You don't remember the terutsim your father said. And the boy started to cry. I don't know. He didn't mean to make the boy cry. It was just a cute thing to say. So Yasechayim gave him a glet and a knip. 
Fast forward, 15 years later, 16 years later, 17 years later, I don't know when. The father of this boy came in and he asked Rabbi Yisrochaim to give him askama on his sefer. Rabbi Yisrochaim said, I don't give askama. I'll look through it. He looked through the sefer and he sees he quotes something from his son. Yisrochaim gives him askama. Says the Moridik sefer and he writes Befrat, what he quoted from his son. Psh, Two days later, the son is a chast. What happened? They were trying to do a certain shidduch. The shidduch didn't go through. I didn't have cheshik. Someone threw in a Lashon Harla about the son, but he saw Rabbi Yisrochaim never gives us gummas. And here in the Haskama, what does he write? He writes, the Bachar is an Ili, wow! I want this Shidduch. Yisrochaim said, it wasn't such an Aliyah Shavart. But it bothered me all the years that I made this little boy cry. And I wondered when I would have an opportunity to make it up for him. His father came with the Sefer, I figured I'm going to throw in these words. You understand the Ebishes, Mesav Vasibas, the Ebishes, the Rabbis, Machshavis, Bolev Ish, Matzas Hashem, he saw him and the Rabbani Shalom puts things into place. So you know the story. So I heard this story from someone that says he saw it. There was a man who was waiting for the Riven Sarev the entire night. The entire night. They weren't letting him in. The Gaborim weren't letting him in. And the Gab was walking in and out. At one point he went over to the Gabba, let me in, let me in. No, you can't go in. No, you're not ready. And they got into a, like a shove back and forth and the Gabai gave this man a smack across his face. And he got so angry pushed the Gabi away, and he stormed in. He burst into tears. The other said, what's the matter? He says, I have a 30-year-old daughter. It's a guy, he says. I need a shidduch. The Rebbe said, very good shidduch for you. Who? He says, my hosbuch my Gabi. He said, Rebbe, he just slapped me. So the Rebbe said, ni apusik, yad ha'edim, bereshayna. The yad from the edim, the son-in-law, is, comes first. That's all. And they got married. And they're happily married. Shiduchim has to come through a level of frustration. The state. The, 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 the Shavimim says a story of a, you know, a son-in-law, he's becoming a cipher. Became a cipher. Married a cipher. And he wrote a Megillah. And it was a terrible Megillah. I mean, big letters, small letters, crooked letters. It was mamish like, I don't know if it was kushar, not kushar. It was, it was a strange Megillah. And he gave it to his father-in-law. And his father-in-law wouldn't embarrass his son-in-law. So he gave it to a cipher. And he said to the cipher... Let me find someone to buy this. He says, I gotta find the shikar and I was gonna buy this. The, the, he came to America, this cipher, with a bunch of Megillas. And again, it's to a rich yid, and this yid is a psamaivan of Megillah, supposedly, even though he had absolutely no experience. This Megillah, no, this Megillah, no, this Megillah, no. Now he sees no more Megillas. He takes out this one and he goes, This is a Megillah. This has art to it. This has personality to it. The other Megillas look like they're printed. And he gave him a nice price for the Megillah. The Rosham has a cheshbin. where things work and how things work, even though to us it seems odd. The, the couple that Klal Yisrael knows best in terms of Shalom Bayis, the ultimate Shalom Bayis, was Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky and his Rebbe Tzimbashev, right? They woke up every morning at 4 o'clock, and he said at 3 o'clock, whenever it was, and he said, and she said, and they answered, Amen, for each other's brachis, and story after story, and once uh, she, he wasn't, she wasn't feeling well, and he stood there by the door learning, no one should bother her, but he said he sees that his wife, she can't take it without helping people, and he never sat down to eat unless she came in, and all the stories that go on and on. You know, I read, that when they read the Shidduch for Abchayim, so they declared, maybe it's not a good Shidduch, because they heard she worked up as an office, and that's, not, that's not a from office, maybe she was exposed to things that she shouldn't have, and the Chazaynish had to say, no, I'm my Achrayis, I think you should do it. I'm wondering, <laughs> It was like no shaykhs to reality. But we have to go through a certain amount of worries before a shidduch. 
the Rebbe says that's how the Shidduch is going to happen. Rebbe Yashiv came to the Chazayinish. He had his reasons not to do the Shidduch. And they sat there and they stared at each other for a long time. And the Chazayinish finally, oh, no, only say the Shem Lireyav. And at the end, the Chazayinish told him, do the Shidduch, you won't have Charat. Be nice if we had a Chazayinish, no? But the Rebbe gives everyone what we're supposed to be. And I was Zaycha, and I don't know how, to my, my 14th Shidduch that I did this week with my son, my baby. Yeah, a bunch of people sent me brooms and mops and all kinds of things. I don't know why they sent to me. I don't use them. Um, and I can tell you that each of the shidduchim was, was a process. I can tell you two things. One is that I won the lottery on each of the shidduchim. And by each of the shidduchim, I said, I said, no, maybe not, maybe no, but maybe, but maybe not. And every one of my daigas was like, it has no shaykh, to reality. But the Rabbi said, you have to go through the process. That's what we have to remember. There's a process, and there's an end game. The end game is in the Rabbi Shalom's hand. Process is whatever it takes, every person, to get to a shidduch. If It's not just for shidduchim. If I wouldn't have the worries that I have right now, if I wouldn't have the problems I have right now, I wouldn't be alive, I wouldn't be here. It's the reason that we're here on this world. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.